Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and a call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 1989. Hey, yeah. Welcome back to that time when I was a teenage radio announcer with, by this stage, just 29 weeks of experience who could barely string a sentence together when the mic was on and I had no idea it was the first six months of a career that would last for over 30 years. <laughs> Why didn't I choose something that would actually make me money? Good one, you attention-starved teenage idiot. Uh, anyway... We're here to give you the revisit to that endless diarised nonsense that I deemed worthy of putting pen to paper for. And to get us into the mindset of 1989, we always mention what songs were charting this week in 89 via chartbeats.com.au. And we start with my parents' favourite for an unbearably long road trip, Aussie country music singer John Williamson, whose Rip Rip Whoop Chip debuted at 39 and offered a dollar for every sale to the Australian Conservation Foundation. We also got new music from the Gypsy Kings with Bambaleo at 42, uh, Kate Sobrano's Love Dimension at 45, Sunita's Right Back Where We Started From, and Bette Midler's cover of Under the Boardwalk at 48 and 49, respectively. Hey, 1989 was a big year for environmental stuff too, not just rip, rip, wood chip. We actually listened to scientists and trusted in research. It was such a novelty. Anyway, we had an international treaty to eliminate toxic chemicals that were depleting our ozone layer. The Exxon Valdez oil spill leaked over 37,000 metric tonnes of crude oil into the waters off the coast of Alaska, and a little project called Clean Up Australia also kick-started in 1989. Coming up in this episode, we're going to learn the full ramifications from me discovering non-alcohol-tasting punch. Let's just say it has huge consequences, like vomiting a lot of things, missing an actual on-air shift, and witnessing my boss blow his top at me. But don't worry, I'm pretty sure delusional me thinks he's fixed all of the things just by slipping on a pair of snazzy new jag pants. Or at least that gets me some compliments and I was certainly keen to record that in my diary. Cindy also finishes up at the radio station and a Demi Moore movie affects me way more than I thought it could. Obviously we can't do this without adding one of my besties into the mix to help me take the piss out of the teenage version of me. So without further ado, let's have at it. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's Yeevee. Hi Yeevee. Good afternoon. I love you. Welcome back. Oh, me too. 
Now, we should um, do the re-establishing of uh, yours and my relationship. For anyone that's been listening all the way along, you would have met Evie in previous episodes. We met in the 90s through Marianne Keefe, and we used to go by the name of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> I love that. Me too. <laughs> I love how you, you've taken my name. <laughs> of course. Like I had a choice. <laughs> you know your place. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about that time uh, you had to give me an intervention to say we're all about to not be friends with you anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. You seem to remember that a lot more than I did. Yeah, but, it was traumatising. Um, I, do, I, do, I, do, I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, was you, a, you were being a bit of a cockhead. So. I was a total cockhead. Um, <laughs> I can press the button even. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah. Am I allowed to say it? Got a jingle for it, Evie. <laughs> I just think remember it because I got given the moniker of bad boy Ben in Perth and told to be naughty and bad and, and I'm not that kind of person really unless I've had a few drinks. <laughs> then I'm really naughty. Which um, we're about to hear about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And so, yeah, I sort of got a bit self-absorbed and thought my shit didn't stink and there was a time that Yvonne had to invite me over to her house and sit me down and say, listen, as a group... My friends and I, we're all thinking of getting rid of you as a friend. <laughs> or worse really to that effect. That? Yeah, something like that. Because you say I lost up your own ass, Benjamin. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then, yeah. And I felt Frosting. sorry for you that you had to be the one person that had to have the conversation. <laughs> oh, no. It was, I think I probably volunteered. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> you twisted bitch. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to take him down. <laughs> yeah. But that was a uh, wonderful moment in my life, actually. Yeah, Thank that's God, good. I'm glad that you uh, remember Here we all are, way. still as friends. Aww. Together forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall I revel you with my horrifying drinking habits from when I was I 19? I can't wait. All right, here we go. Uh, this is Sunday, July 23. It was written at 12.01am. Remember, if you listened to the last episode, there was a lot of tequila-soaked fruit and a bottle of vodka that I finished. <laughs> so, the next day, not a very nice day. Life is not nice when you feel like I did today. I woke up about 10, searched for the Panadol, drunk some water, went into the toilet and threw up. Even threw up blood. And then I've written in capitals, yuck, Y-U-K, and then three exclamation points. I was faintly aware that I had to do the midday till six shift. Oh, faintly. I wasn't up to it, so Mark did it for me. <laughs> wow, that was lucky. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Dana came over and told me what I'd been doing last night. Oh, I love a person that comes over the next day and tells you what. Well, now we have social media. But in 89, you needed someone to come over and tell you, let me tell you what you did last night. Um, I remember very little. Nicole woke up about midday. Now, Nicole was the girl that looked after me while I spewed at the party and left about 3.30pm. So she came back and spent the night. Nothing happened. But I've written after her leaving at 3.30pm, I've written in a separate sentence, just strange, with a question mark and two exclamation marks. And then I said, earring in the nose is not really my scene because she had an earring in her nose. Um, and I should add that my boyfriend um, has an earring in his, <laughs> in his nose and in his lip. So apparently it wasn't my scene when I was 19, but it is certainly now. <laughs> yeah. 
You got over it. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> maybe because she was a girl, it was a bit different for you. Yeah, maybe. I love women with piercings in their face. Meh. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't have any I'm not really a fan it. of the nose ring. I hate I when know, bits of don't... me get caught in Geordie's, like a whisker, you know. <laughs> bits of me is what I mean. Oh, right. A whisker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because my face is close to his face a lot. And sometimes a hair gets caught in the um, earring bit and pulls it out. And yeah, that's a smarty one. But yeah, nothing else gets caught in there. Don't worry. Um, anyway, earring is not <laughs> in the nose is not really my scene. Neville came around, blew his top, said we talk about it tomorrow. Oof, dramatic. I love that he came over on a Sunday to dress me down. Dana, Julie, and I went to Los Amigos for tea because <laughs> nothing says get over a hangover like Mexican. I had alcohol poisoning from vomiting up blood, but then that night I go for Mexican. Did you have tequila? <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Got home. I went to the station and had a bitch with Cindy. Oh, because it wouldn't have been my fault anything happened. Called mum and dad and had a chat, went home and watched a movie now to bed. 12.15am. Good fucking Lord. All right, let's get into uh, Monday, July 24. This is written at 12.19am. Today, I was working about nine by Julie. She told me I was due to work from 10 to 6. Ooh, because I'm in punishment stakes. I'm getting told off now. I got up, showered, and decided to get dressed up. <laughs> Here we go. Put my, and I've written, snazzy jag pants on. And I wrote jag with capital letters. I looked rather snappy, if I do say so myself. <laughs> uh, why is everything I say like a nana's reciting it? I looked rather snappy. <laughs> Everyone said I looked great, which made it all worthwhile. Oh, I'm so so humble of you to put on your snazzy new jeans for everyone, Ben. <laughs> Cindy and I had a, a big lecture from Neville. Cindy got pissed off. She and Colin are going back to Adelaide for two weeks shortly. Lucky devils. Sudden homeless sickness pangs? What? Lucky devils. Sudden homesickness pangs? Question mark. Yeah. My shift from two to six went well. <laughs> I got the second half of Nicole's book today, which was great. I called her and we had a chat. Cindy invited me to Colin's birthday party. It was his 34th yesterday and they had a barbecue. It was brilliant. I walked home. I'm seriously contemplating going on Jenny Craig. Either that or Weight Watchers. Really don't know. Shit losing weight is so hard and frustrating at times. I don't know. See ya. 12.39am. <laughs> oh, little fatty. Uh... You weren't fat in those days, At all. But I used to worry about it all the time. Oh, okay. Gee, Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers. The options in 89. (laughs) There was no paleo. And then you'd uh, go to Laurie Potter's Fitness Club in Morley. What even is that anymore? Uh, Here is Tuesday, July 25. It was written at 1.06am. Today, I got up at 10am, had a shower and walked with Sean to the station. Julie, Sean and I went into town to the Vox 80 and closing down sale. V-O-X-A-D-E-O-N. Voxadian Closing Down Sale. That's all in capitals. It's really big. They sell electrical equipment. I bought a Black & Decker shortcut food processor for $50. I still remember that. (laughs) Uh, Came home, had some lunch, watched TV, then went down to the station. Had some commercials to do. Then virtually nothing. So I did all my on this days. Sat around till 6pm. My shift from 6 till midnight went well. Although, I will admit, it felt funny to be doing it after two weeks of afternoons. Came home and I had curried vegetables and a chop for tea. Lovely. Night, 1.12am. Curried vegetables. Who made those? (laughs) (laughs) Probably me. 
Right. <laughs> uh, this is Wednesday, July 26. It was written at 2.27am. Well, today, I got up at 8 and down to the station by 10. Did some ads, one of which Lisa got me to wipe yesterday before it was finished airing, so I had to do it again today. <laughs> Went into town with Julie and did the shopping for Bradley's birthday tomorrow. Oh, Bradley's birthday tomorrow. Um, got my birthday present from Nikki today. It's a T-shirt with DAG printed on it in the style of JAG writing. And then I've got in capital letters, cute, question mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, question mark. So JAG, but it says DAG clothing. Very appropriate. Very witty. Oh, it's very Adelaide witty in 89. My shift went well, did some ads after work, came home, made Bradley's cake or decorated the sponge. It's a bit of a disaster. Won't be doing that again. Sean and I sat up and listened to music now to bed. 2.36am. I've definitely decorated cake since then. Way better than I did when I was 20. So no. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Thursday, July 27. It was written at 12.15am. Today was and is my only day off this week. Well, you had a sick day, mate. Got up at roughly 10 and had some breakfast and then started to make the salad for Bradley's birthday lunch. Jesus. Making cake, making salad. Um, woke up Sean. He had a shower while I finished the salad. I showered and went to Cindy's and waited for Bradley. He arrived about midday. We had quiche and salad for lunch and the cake for afters. Hello. Homosexual lunching. <laughs> <laughs> Although I didn't make the quiche, so who may- maybe they just knew. Ben's coming. Let's team with the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the cake turned out okay. Wouldn't win any prizes. Went shopping. Only spent $100 and got everything we needed. Cindy came over just after four and watched the home movie. Mark's moving out of the house and in with Richie. Strange? Question mark. 12.26am. P.S. Cindy did her final shift tonight. I'm going to miss her at work. Oh, well. Question mark. Two exclamation points. I love that Mark moving out with Richie makes me go, strange? No, they just didn't want to live with you, you little idiot. (laughs) Oh, Oh, poor unpopular Benny. (laughs) I was, to them. They were such blokey blokes, Mark and Richie. I just didn't fit in. I was all like, hey, guys, have you seen the new Jack clothing? Oh, my God. I want to get a watch as well. (laughs) And they went about that. They're footy and cricket. (laughs) I was never going to finish their scene. Um, All right, this is Friday, July 28. It was written at 11.11pm. I've just finished watching a fantastic movie called The Seventh Sign starring Demi Moore. I've got tears streaming down my face. It's an absolutely brilliant film all about the apocalypse. It was so moving, so sad, and it had such an incredible message attached to it. I feel so small compared to the rest of the world. (laughs) I love that Demi Moore movie got me to this place. I don't think I've seen that movie. Seventh sign. I don't remember it either. <laughs> the seventh sign, but just, it affected me. Maybe it was total shit. I love this. Hopefully you'll take my advice and hire it if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, there you go, remember Yeevee. hiring? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, got up at 8.30 today, went to work at about 10 and did some commercials. Went to lunch at the tavern with Cindy and Lee. Got back about one. My shift from two to six went okay, although I had to do an interview with the WA Opera Company. I knew absolutely nothing, but the interview went okay. Operas. <laughs> Evie knows about me and operas. I uh, sat around with Cindy after work and went home, had tea, went and hired these movies. Now to bed. What movies? You haven't said what these movies are. Breakfast shift in the morning, 11.25pm. Oh, maybe that was the seventh sign. Oh, that makes sense. All right. 
Uh I'm confused by my 20-year-old self. Anyway, our last entry. This is Saturday, July 29, written at 12.30 a.m. Well, well, got up at 5 a.m. this morning, reluctantly got out of bed. No one gets up at that hour and does it happily. I had a shower and went to the station. My shift from 6 till midday went rather well, so no complaints there. Rang mum from the station, had a quick chat and also talked to Mrs. Meany. Oh, Kathy's mum. I went home and prepared my spinach and feta cheese slice. Walked down to the phone box and called Kathy and we talked for a while. Walked home, cooked the slice and fell asleep in front of the television. Was woken by Dana, looked at her photos from the night of Jody's party. Julie went to visit a friend and I watched a couple of videos. Julie got home at midnight. Now it's my turn to go to nights. See ya! 12.41am. Yay, I survived a week after my vomit fest. <laughs> so exciting. It's never changing, Evie. <laughs> All right, babes. <laughs> All right, darling. Love Enjoy. you. Enjoy. Love you too. In the next episode, Bradley comes to say goodbye, but where is he going and who even is he? And why don't I remember? Also, I get sold out by an office snitch and get a lecture on my taste in music. I washed my clothes for the first time since my mum left. <laughs> oh, biggie. I request a two-week holiday for November and decide to go on a diet again, see more movies and enjoy a few live crosses to a fishing competition. Who even am I? Anyway, once again, we try to help raise Indigenous voices and this time around, we're all about Wingaroo Education who are an Aboriginal-owned and operated business specialising in digital education resources and software. They're empowering educators to rethink delivering Aboriginal perspectives. They're actually trying to overcome the view that Aboriginal education is only for Aboriginal people and that all students need to be learning about Australia's true history and the journey of our traditional owners. It's a brilliant initiative and they offer a heap of resources for all ages, plus cultural awareness training and even free trials for your school. You can find out more at wingaroo.com.au or at wingaroo underscore education on Instagram, and that is spelt W-I-N-G-A-R-U. Please give some support and a gentle slow clap for the man who made this theme tune for the 1989 podcast. Bless you, the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag, and also to Jezelenko for his audio accessories as well. You can get your follow on with us at 1989 on Instagram and share this podcast with those you love. Uh, those you like or those you really don't give a toss about but think might need a smile and feel better about things just by listening to a flog who was a teenage me. We're on Apple, Google, Amazon and Spotify podcasts, so have at it. And until next time, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya, boy.